What's up, Mosk? We're back. Me and Mari from Sunnyville Charlie Park represent. I spent more rhymes than a lazy Susan and my guilt or uh what how's it go? I'm innocent until my guilt is proven. Yeah, I always fuck it up though. Yeah. Anyway, we're back. Uh you know, the Lincoln gentleman here. Um since last episode, nothing's really changed. Um, still living in Lincoln. Still in a so-so part of town, but um, either way, today we wanted to share more about our move here to Lincoln, just in case any of you are interested. And we also have a couple, uh, or I guess we have one segment here that we'll do in a little while um we'll talk more about that later but let let the people know all right get them excited get them excited all right we gotta build the hype up we're bringing back kickstarter crap this episode yeah stick around yeah you gotta stick around and uh gotta listen to our kickstarter we we have a few um no we have two so we have two I, i sent them yeah well, I have one. I picked one and you had two. So I sent three. Oh, I didn't open the other one. Though. Okay. I had the third one you sent and the first one. So okay. we we can do a, a, a quick summary over two of them. And then that third one you sent, we can go and do a little bit more. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one. <laughs> anyway. I haven't I haven't looked. Uh, so it's it's a complete surprise to me. All right. Moving along, though. All right, all right, moving along. So, like we said last episode, um, we moved to Lincoln, and uh, it was a good good move. Um, This was my technically second time ever being to Lincoln. Kind of ironic that I go to Lincoln once prior to this, like a month before we move here. And now my second time coming to Lincoln, I live here. And prior to that, I was never, or I have never went to Omaha or Lincoln, um, like before I moved, before we moved here. And I decided I wanted to move to Omaha. And then Martin's like, well, let's go to, let's go to Lincoln. I'm like, all right, I don't really give a fuck. So... And you've also <laughs> never lived in a city more than like twenty thousand people in your yeah that's true older life yeah I mean I lived in Sioux Falls so city living wasn't an absolute new thing to me because we're both from small towns and we got used to that but <laughs> there's a reason why we moved to uh, a more urban area yeah I I agree um yeah what do you think. What do you think of this place? Of like Lincoln? It? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I I think it's good. Is it fucking exactly everything I would have wanted in life? Probably not. Right? There's, what do you mean? There's, well, there's bigger and better places out there. This just made a lot of sense for the time being. Like, Omaha would be a little different, but that's maybe a little bit too much, too much city vibes than what we're looking for. Um, I think, I think it probably would kind of be a shit show living in Omaha. I would just feel even going from Lincoln here is like traffic and shit is fucking horrendous sometimes. Yeah, I mean the the traffic flow isn't 
the best, but I I don't know. I see people talk about on like there's a Lincoln subreddit like people oh my god the traffic is so retarded like I feel like whatever city you live in people complain about the traffic no matter where you yeah. go and they talk about how shitty the 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 road design is like same thing with Sioux Falls everybody would talk about how oh the drivers are so incompetent no one knows how to use their turn signals like basically just people bitching about whatever so well people like to bitch and people like to just find things to bitch about i mean it can always be better oh yeah I, it, I, there isn't it, in the ideal world a lot more things would be perfect nothing it's it's literally impossible to have things be perfect because even if you think if you have a town let's say let's say a city is has a population of a million people one percent of a million is what uh ten thousand yeah so even if there was 1% of the population that hated the way the city was laid out, that's still 10,000 people. But 1% of that population isn't enough. It isn't a lot in retrospect, but 10,000 people in and of itself is a decent amount of people. So I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that because you're no. like, okay, let's say you have a city of a million people, right? Let's just think 50% of them are below average intelligence. <laughs> so, <laughs> in our society, your your people that are driving on the road, the statistics say half of them are going to be kind of stupid sometimes. Or, yeah. not necessarily. Because I think, I think you can be, you know, normal intelligence but also like be wise and smart when it comes to things and you can also be high intelligence and be very stupid when it comes to certain yeah. situations so i don't know i don't want to generalize but i've definitely speaking of that i've definitely met people that are like really smart like in like book smart like you know what i mean well i don't know if i, I feel like you're you're leading on to like Somebody who's good at school versus somebody who's actually smart. Is that is that what you're kind of saying? Because I feel like you yes were going to say no. the book smart but not street smart kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, that that's fair. Like they they're good. Like I don't know. I I think what I'm trying to say is that they're good as in like they know a lot and like intelligence wise they're not dumb. Like, they're above average intelligence, but, like, in a lot of things, they're stupid as fuck. Especially, like, social social situations, they're fucking horrendous. Well, I think it's also fair to say that um, people who are higher intelligence often have a harder time being socially normal. Because if you look at, like, a lot of the professions that have, like, really smart people, it's it's literally a stereotype that they're socially awkward. Like, engineers, point, case in point, engineers, typically higher intelligence, but end up struggling hard when it comes to social situations. Yeah, our two engineer friends are pretty awkward socially. Um, I look at one of them as more <laughs> of the engineer type and one more not that stereotype but that's fair we love you guys 
I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, and we also have a chiropractor, uh, someone that wants to be a chiropractor. And I don't know, intelligence-wise, unsocially, pretty fucking subpar. You yeah, know? bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Pawn scum, basically. Yeah, he just, he just wants to rub people and caress them. That's <laughs> his end game. Okay, yeah. so let's move on to the actual move itself. I wanted to talk about the process of this. So one of the biggest things that, was kind of an inconvenience to us was both of our leases for our current housing situation uh the leases were ending at the end of a uh, one month so at the end of june we both had to be moved out of our current housing situation um so that would mean we would need to move into our new place before then or yeah basically just before then but unfortunately we weren't able to move in until, you know, after a week. I think it was, it was, it was the eighth. It was an, the eighth, but realistically, you don't want to move out the last yeah. day of your lease. That's true. So you, you kind of got to get moved out like at least, you know, two days before. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of adds, you know, more than a week. So we were we were more than a week. Uh, difference between being able to move in so. Our uh, temporary solution was to move in with my Grammy and grandpa, and which is like an hour away. Yeah, an hour from Lincoln. From, from Lincoln. So it, it was a good destination where we'd be most of the way here. So yeah, basically packed up all our shit into a U-Haul, moved into my grandma's for a week, and then pack it all back up and then move here. For real. So, moving twice was a fucking blast. Yeah, that was amazing. And staying with my grandma and grandpa was okay. It was okay. That was the first time that I ever met your grandparents. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, it was fine, you know. Place to place to live sort of thing. But it definitely... The no internet fucking sucked. Yeah, my uh, grandma and grandpa do not have... Uh, an active internet subscription. <laughs> they do have smartphones, so they don't completely live off grid, but just based on their needs and desires, they just don't have a reason for internet necessarily, so they just don't have it. So, yeah, we had to live offline a little bit. Um, we, I mean, of course, we still have phones, but, you know, we're, we're gamers. We want a game, but we couldn't, yeah. so that kind of sucked. But, yeah. Or even, like, well, watch... Yeah, like stream, stream, stream video. Couldn't do that. Yeah, the the service in this particular place was not great. Kind of a small town, and we stayed in the basement, so that didn't help. Yeah, so our our reception was just trash, and that sucked a lot. But other than that, we got moved in to Lincoln now. The reception is much better. I get five G. (laughs) Um, so for we we knew we wanted internet right away, so. Uh, I was able to get internet hooked up the week after we moved. So we got here on a Thursday, and I believe it got hooked up on a Tuesday. Um, we were stoked. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, finally, gonna be amazing. Finally gonna have internet. Uh, talking to the ISP, they're like, oh, yeah. The internet service oh, provider. We're gonna, we're gonna get you guys gig internet. There's fiber running to your apartment. Like, oh, hell yeah. And then I get a call at, I don't know, maybe 10 a.m., on a Tuesday and the service technician says to me, he's like, uh, yeah. So, uh, the best we're going to be able to do is 
25 up or 25 down and my heart just fucking dropped when I heard that. I was like, oh, and he's like, well, I mean, you guys don't have to do the install today. Um, you know, I, doesn't make any difference to me, but if you guys want to have this set up, you know, I can do it right now. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what the outlook was going to be like. Like if I say no, is it going to be another week before we can get a different ISP in here? So I just went with my gut and said, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. And yeah, that, that was pretty awful. It was, it was better than nothing, Yeah. True. but it was basically hotspot internet. Like, yeah. We had 25 down. Like, that is basically what you're getting in bumfuck nowhere kind of internet. Like, yeah. you sh- this should like not be... Like, if you live out in the country or, like, very rural... Rural? Rural. Rural? Rural. Um, yeah, whatever that word is. If you live out in the boonies and you have internet, like... And that can even be, be better getting, than that. Yeah. yeah, you could get worse. You could probably get, like, five. My dad lives in a fairly remote area... And I don't even know if he has, like, the highest package he can get. But he, he gets 250 down. Wow. And he lives 45 minutes from the nearest Walmart. <laughs> that's... In a, if you're not from America, that's basically how we gauge how uh, remote you are is how far you are from Walmart. Yeah. Cause pretty much. A Walmart requires about ten to 15,000 people in a town, I would say. Um, I'll look it up real quick. I would say, yeah. Jamie, about, pull it up. I'd say about ten to 15,000 people in a town or city is, is the minimum bar for a Walmart being there. Um, so, yeah, being that far from a Walmart means that you're kind of far from... It, it's also kind of the same as, like, if there's a Walmart, there's probably a hospital of some sort kind of deal. So, like, you know, you're not really in the best area if there's a medical emergency. Anyway, so it says here that Walmart does not release customer counts or trade area demographics. However, they prefer low to middle income areas. They also have alternative retail offerings for different markets such as discount stores, super centers, and neighborhood markets. So, that's not what we're looking for like at all. Costco, yeah, I know. Um Costco says that within a five-mile area radius, 200,000 people and a median income of 75,000. Whole Foods is within three miles, 250,000, with a median income of 75,000. Starbucks requires a minimum of 40,000 vehicles per day to build a store. Vehicles? Yeah. Like, what... They also, it says, they also require a minimum of 40,000 vehicles per day with access to the store. I mean, I would think that would just mean within their radius they want 40,000 vehicles possible. So, like, at least 40,000 people. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, think about, like, where a lot of the, like, where scooters and Starbucks are. They're on O Street. And that's the main strip, basically. So that's the highest amount of traffic. Because why would you want it on, like, the outskirts of Lincoln? I don't... Well, you want to put it on the outskirts, but if it's in, like, a neighborhood, like... I don't don't think it has to do with the street. 
really as much. Like that's definitely a factor, but that's a factor for any business. Like it's not just oh on, only if you're a drive-through coffee store you you want the good real estate. Yeah, that's fair. So, um, moving along, where were we? Um, we, we moved here. Internet. Your dad. Oh internet. yeah. So yeah, my dad lives in rural South Dakota and has be- had been better internet than we did. So we put up with that for about two weeks ish. Yeah, give or take. About two weeks, and that's when I. Had to make the reluctant decision to get Spectrum. Plus, you also talked to somebody at your work, too. Oh, yeah. My first day of work, the guy's like, oh, yeah, you want to avoid Windstream. And I was like, oh, motherfucker. Like, goddammit, I made the wrong choice. Which, what it is what it is. We're all right now, because Spectrum at least has fast speeds. Like, we're getting 500 down. The latency is to be desired, but... What what are we gonna do about Beggars it? Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah. So I mean, we're getting good for not having fiber. Yeah. No, it's not bad. So internet situation good, and the at least the the positive side of that is I call when I when I canceled the Spectrum internet, they uh, basically negated all charges, so I I didn't have to pay a dime for okay. it. So. It, it kind of worked out. They got a package coming um, for for us to send the router back. Um, so we'll have to wait for that. But we'll send that in. So Spectrum, yeah. Not not America's favorite internet provider. But <laughs> it, it will... Yeah, I don't know. I'm disappointed, but there's nothing we can do. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You yeah. Know. It, sucks, it sucks when you're playing... Uh, low latency fast action shooter games that require a very stable good connection because I, f- I feel like I can kind of tell what, playing certain games that the latency is higher and just based it tells you the ping too But so for our listeners what does latency mean? latency is basically the amount of time that it takes to respond to a host so like a, a ping like when you're playing a game and it shows like ping, ping is basically an, a word for like when you, a ping itself is like a packet. There's like a ping packet. So you like send a ping to something and it tells you how long it takes for it to receive it and like send back. Hmm. So like if you have 50 ping, that's how long it takes for you to talk to them and them to acknowledge that i would think i don't think it's the time it takes like one way i think it's like a round trip kind of deal and this has been ted or uh this has been tech talks with marty yeah (laughs) um god i keep saying um i need to stop saying um oh dude speaking of that so in my uh marketing planning and strategy class this last my last semester of school we had to do case studies so every every tuesday was the lecture and every thursday was a case study and there's one group did there's basically two groups that that went every thursday one did one one did the other so there was so every basically everybody had to get up and they had to present a case twice 
So each group had two two cases out of the whole semester. And some people were pretty pretty bad. There was one dude who really he honestly pissed me off because he was standing up there and like he was trying way too hard just trying so hard and it was just terrible because he's like yeah and um this um so this thing yeah um it basically the the company is like um it was founded in like this this year and um yeah they started doing this and um yeah Yeah, tell them you get the the fuck up but it was that bad. Spit it out. Yeah. I, I definitely think that, you know, I can't really say nothing because, you know, I say um a lot too. But I definitely, especially since starting this podcast, I definitely have gotten better at public speaking and, like, not saying um. I, I, I don't know why that is. I'm guessing... It's probably because I'm pretty used to talking. The one thing, though, between both of us is we need to not talk like we're fucking high as fuck all the time. Like, when we're talking, it sounds like we literally are, like, retarded. What do you mean? Like, when we're talking like this. Like monotone? No. I mean, like. When you're not saying anything, you're just, like, talking. Oh. Like, when it takes you 30 seconds to, like, start actually saying something meaningful, and instead of, like, you know what I'm trying to say, we're, like, you know, I'm trying to get this point across, but I'm talking pretty slowly, and I'm going to put the viewers to sleep because... There's not a lot of inflection, and mm-hmm. also, like, I'm not saying anything meaningful. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, I just listened back to the last episode, and I could just feel myself, like, for one, I, I don't think I really had, like, any energy. I mean, I had some energy, but, like, it the words need to just start coming out a little bit faster so that it's not just us talking slowly, like... If yep. I were if I were listening to the pod, I'd definitely just put it up to click off. No, I would put it to like one point two five speed. Oh, okay. But that's fair. Like sometimes I mean, to be fair, the last episode was pretty like serious and like um see there I there I did it again. What the um <laughs> I said like and um Yeah. Um to kill her, man. Yeah, I know, dude. We should I think <laughs> we should have an episode that we play a game around that. We should do like a drinking game or something where every time we say, um, or like, or like, uh, like is so hard though. I know that's, I I think that's, I think like is going to be harder not to say than, um, because I think say, um, yeah, um, is just like, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think and like is you're just trying to like (laughs) right there. There you go. You're trying to, I think it might be, you're trying to relate you're trying to tie it to something yeah and it's it's just such a cop-out like i don't know maybe maybe we'll have yeah we can we can think of some we'll think of a game to play 
Or we just tally them up. Like, the words that we say. <laughs> God, we're not going to be able to fucking talk this pod. Because every fucking time we start talking and we say, like, like. I, I said it on purpose. Then. Oh, okay. Because every time we start saying that shit, we're literally going to fucking start freaking out. So maybe we can have a tally. I felt it coming there. I was going to say it, and I fucking didn't. It's got it. We just need to stop saying it, because now I'm just going to want to say it more. Okay. That's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. We'll have a tally or something. We'll, we'll do some or, creative. Or, yeah. That's going to be coming down the pipeline. You can be expecting that. So, um... All right, let's let's move. So on. back to Lincoln. Yeah, back to um, moving to Lincoln. We, I think the first day after we moved here, it might have been. Well, I think we moved here on a fr- Thursday. Yeah, the so day it after. was probably Friday or Saturday night. Oh. Okay, so one to two days after we moved here, uh, me and Martin went. Uh, I'd say. Th- Three, four blocks, the da- the downtown area. Whoa, 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 Many blocks, many blocks. Okay. I we guess went I to, We went to a restaurant downtown. I, it was like probably 20, 30 minutes walk away, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we walked 30 minutes to this place, and uh, they serve... Well, they're open on the weekends, like Friday and Saturday night. They're open until like fucking 3, 3 a.m. Yeah. Because they want to be open for when people get out of the bar. And so they serve pizza and sandwiches and, and shit like that. So we walk down there. And, you know, it's what? Two. In yeah, the it was probably it was probably after two because we probably went there one thirty ish. Okay, so or it was around two ish. It was, it was around the time when bars close, and you know you got your we're walking down there, and you know you got your homeless people walking around, and you got your street performer people that are like they have some piece of metal that's wavy in there there were two of them there were two of them out there last night yeah dude what the fuck is that like it's not even it's like a washboard yeah they're scraping a fucking something a A metal metal bar a metal washboard i would call it no no the thing in their hand it's like a fucking metal stick i mean yeah that would make the best noise yeah so they're fucking scraping a washboard Trying to make some fucking music out of it. Some beat. Speaking of that. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Speaking of that, I think there might be some YouTube videos in the future kind of exploring that whole thing because that would make some good content is just yeah interacting with the Randys downtown. Yeah, we, we've been talking about potentially starting a YouTube channel and uh, kind of doing some like channel five i don't know if any of you guys have watched like channel five on youtube but it's basically a guy who walks around or like goes to different areas and basically interviews people on the street so we kind of wanted to do something similar to that so we'll keep you guys posted yeah we'll let you know if that happens 
I was going to say, though, too, Channel 5 isn't, like, the originator of that kind right. of thing. Like, it's... But that'd be, like, the most relevant right. channel the genre, know. The genre is, like, man on the street. Is Jimmy is, on the street. No, like, just man <laughs> on the street is, like, person talks to, like, people on the street. Like, yeah. passerbyers so, or whatnot. So we've been thinking about doing that. And uh, we're pretty interested in it, so it'll probably happen in a couple months, hopefully. One of the best to ever do it. Uh, look up Louis Theroux. Louis Theroux. Like Theroux? Theroux. Like, it's spelled like T-H-O-U-I-U-X. It's spelled oh. like Theroux. Theroux. Okay. Louis Theroux. He's from, like, Great Britain. Great. I think he was with the BBC. Okay. And he would he would uh he would get some really interesting people that of course like you know their production team would probably re- find these people and reach out to him and then he'd go follow them around for a day and like hmm. ask them like some super serious questions about like the morality or like ethics of what they think and all that really great stuff and he was definitely an inspiration to uh Andrew Callahan on Andrew on Channel 5. Which, yeah. So, going back to our story, we were walking back from getting some pizza. No, it was the first, the dude on the bike going there. Dude on the bike? Yeah, the dude walking his bike. I don't remember. So, we're walking there, and we're starting to pass a dude that's walking along his bike, like, pushing his bike along. And another dude rides his bike past us, and they, you know, exchange some words, Oh. And the dude's like, no, I think we say something to him. And he basically is like, that dude owes me 20 bucks. Oh, and and yep. we're like, shit, man. Well, I hope you get it. And he's like, yeah, if I don't get it soon, he's going to, he's going to basically insinuating he's going to beat the fuck out of him. And so we're like, oh, shit, man. Well, I hope you get your $20 here soon so you don't have to do that. And I swear to God, it sounded like he's like, "You do you have... 20 bucks no i think i want to say he said do you have my 20 dollars oh yeah yeah he's like do you guys have my 20 dollars and we're we're just uh, ignore him and keep walking yeah we're like uh, fuck that yeah that instantly went from like a harmless like exchange to like all right fuck you like we're not giving you fucking money like i'm i'm by no means wealthy enough to just be handing out cash to people who are too (laughs) fucking lazy to make it happen like i get it people have tough situations and whatnot but yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not walking around fucking giving people handouts and the people that expect handouts are i i kind of view as some of the lower people of society but i get it like a lot of those people that are homeless and if they're really homeless that's fair because they're actually homeless but i don't know if they're in a home but just unemployed and looking for a cheap way to make money mm-hmm. kind of deal and so yeah i feel bad for him but at the same time it's not my obligation to pay out welfare to people so yeah um, I'm, I'm sorry but i just don't have 20 dollars to give you so anyway after that exchange um I think that was before we got our pizza. Yep. And then we got the pizza. We're walking back, and 
there's this dude. We were almost home, and this dude. We were like two blocks away from our yeah, house. Yeah, this guy was like walking by us while we're walking by, and it's like, I'll beat the fuck out of both of you. And we're like, mm, all right. All right. <laughs> all right, man. And we just kept walking. And yeah, it was definitely kind of sketch, but we we weren't really too scared or threatened by him. Yeah, it was more like, all right, buddy, whatever you say. Yeah. Um, I mean, he wasn't a small guy by any means, but there's, medium there's, build. There's two of us and like yeah, two of us and one of him, yeah. and yeah, we would have been okay. And I know what I'm doing for the most part, right? So, so yeah. we wouldn't have a problem. So yeah, that was that was a pretty good introduction to moving to the city. But I don't, me personally, I haven't had any other oh no like negative experiences at all. Yeah, and that was one blip on the radar. Yeah. Like, comparatively, from the time after that to now, um, there hasn't been anything even remotely like that happen. We still wonder if our place is going to be broken into. Yeah. I always joke with Martin when we, like, go somewhere and come back. I'm like, imagine we get inside, everything's gone. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> think the area's that bad, but... You never know, man. I mean, to be fair, this building is pretty secure. I mean, you need a key to get in. Once you get in, A, you need... The doors here are pretty fucking heavy. You ain't kicking that door down. No. Um, I feel like B, our what windows... Are, what are the chances I feel like the windows, are, the windows are the problem, though. Yeah. Like, right there. Yeah. But, Sli- sliding glass door. I don't think anyone would even try to get in through a glass. Door, I mean, I don't know. I want to. I want to have it out of the question, but I don't know. At the end of the day, I think we'll be okay. Um, moving to Lincoln's yeah. been good. I have been working for the last four weeks now, so I'm starting to get that bankroll going. Um, yeah, no, I've been. Been killing it. Got forty seven hours in last week. Get that over over tempe. Hell yeah, that's what's up, man. Oh yeah. I wanna talk about we went to the arcade yesterday. Yes. The arcade was it was alright. It was in the mall. Um the mall not not nothing too special. I'd say average. Yeah, pretty mid pretty mid mall. Uh but the arcade was cool. Like I haven't been to an arcade in a minute. The whole swipe thing is fucking dumb. It's a, it's a bummer. That's for sure. I mean, at least you don't have to carry a fucking bucket of coins around <laughs> yeah, with you. Yeah. Like, that's also pretty gay. But, I don't know. It wasn't that bad. Also, speaking of that, um, the ticket system they do is fucking dumb. But I just thought of this. You know that one game that I played where I got that card? The, the thing. Oh, like the, the Marvel the, thing? Right, it's like a uh, a coin pusher. No, it's not a coin pusher. Well, it's it that's part of it, but like the first part where you click the button and it rolls down the rail yeah. into like a a Ferris wheel yeah. thing, and if it goes in, you get a bunch that come down. Yeah, um, that gave out like sixty tickets. So if we want to go there and like farm try and, tickets, what farm tickets? Yeah, if we want to think... get the most, because I only missed one. Well, we should. Uh... We should go there sometime with an ambition to like farm as many tickets as we can. 
Yeah. I wonder. It would definitely be those because. I don't know. There was some. There were definitely. There's definitely other games. Because if you get a card, one card's fifty tickets. If you get the whole collection, it's like thousand. I mean, I don't know. I played a like a baseball pitch game, and I got like fifty tickets from like I. Don't, I guess I don't know. I think we'd we'd have to figure out what it gives us the best return, and maybe right. that's a YouTube idea. Yeah. Because I saw if, if anyone knows Drew Gooden. Did a video where he went to an arcade with the uh, with the idea to profit from the arcade. Obviously, it probably didn't go like that because they're not made for you to win. Like you, you go there to have fun, and at the end of the day, you might have some tickets to buy some bullshit. Like if you're a kid, like oh, I got some fucking knickknacks that are gonna break in two days, right? Like yeah. toys, right? You go there because you're like oh toys i i remember the one time i went to chuck e cheese as a kid one of the times i i don't think i went very many times but i remember i got like a a big lollipop with like the swirlies and i thought that was like oh for some reason i'll never forget that fucking lollipop because <laughs> it like lasted forever right yeah because it's so huge uh was there anything else with lincoln that we wanted to talk about oh i i did join a counter-strike team that's what's up. Um, for anyone that plays Counter-Strike or know what CSGO, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, I'm on a open team in ESEA, and we are 0-2. <laughs> nice, nice. But we, uh, I mean, we're not like a try-hard team. We want to win, but it's it's more for the, the experience. Art, of, art of the game, or there's a better way to put that. The experience. The experience, yeah. No, it's been cool. I've, I, I feel like I'm a part of an esport thing. Speaking of esports, um, so I'll, I'll, hold on. I'll I'll finish this point here real quick, and then we'll take a break quick, and then we'll come back with our Kickstarter crap. Yep. Yeah, we're at 38 minutes. We need to. Yeah. So, uh, when I was in school, they started a esports team. And, of course, I was like, hell, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I play a few of these games that they do, so I'm going to try out. Well, at that time, um, we were playing Rainbow Six Siege a lot. So I was like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm probably average, so I'll go there and I'll see what I can do. Well, they only have it on PC. Like, they only play it on PC, and I'm a console player. So, they made me do the tryouts with a controller, and everybody else was on PC. So, A, I didn't do that well comparatively because of that reason. Um, And B... Excuses. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, I got put on the substitute team. I, I was a sub, so... I basically said, yeah, I'm not doing this. And then I tried out for the COD team. Because we also, this was back when uh, Modern Warfare came out. And we played Search a lot and we did really good. Um, so I decided I would do that. But yeah, no, the the people that were like on the top of the leaderboard were fucking railing people. 
like 10 times better than than me or any of us so i would quit in the middle of that and i'm like i'm not fucking even trying so you tried to rocket league team too didn't you no because I didn't play that at that time. I uh, sucked. I think I just started at that time. You knew I, you knew better than to yeah. try out for that. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I I probably would try. I bet I probably would have made the COD team, and I probably could have made a Rocket League. Oh, team. you definitely would have made the Rocket League team. But anyway, we're gonna move on. So it's time for Kickstarter, or some people like to call it Kickstarter crap. So, today, we have three things here for you guys. Or, are we doing four, or just the three? Um, I think I think we could talk about all of them, and then we can make fun of them more. So, we, we did we did do a little, little review of them, so we kind of know what we're going into. We, we just watched a video on one of them. Um, actually, we watched the advertisement for three of them. Um, Austin, do you want to go with the one you found first? Yeah, so, uh, hold on, why isn't this not? Okay, it is. Alright, so the one I found is a flashlight, but it's not any flashlight. It is the Dark Fade, the flashlight we wanted. Currently, it has $271,000 pledged of their $15,000 goal, which is fucking absurd. Absolutely absurd. 1,500 people have backed it, and they have 25 days to go. So, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, what kind of flashlight is this if I'm if I'm trashing on it so much? Imagine, imagine a handle with a little nub that's turned 45 degrees. This is the flashlight that I'm talking about. So... Basically, this guy goes into how shitty regular flashlights are and how you can't change the brightness of them and just bitching and moaning about little fucking things that don't matter. So, he goes in further detail and basically said that it took him four years to come up with this flashlight to where if you angle it a certain way, it dims the light because of the lens that they use or something like that and then like there's a slider on it that you can adjust the brightness before you even turn it on and then he goes a little bit into the ergonomics of holding it like dude you're a little this is a fucking joke all right you need a flashlight get the fucking cheap five cent one that you put on your keychain and it fucking does its job. At the end of the day, a flashlight's a fucking flashlight. And you're using it to see something in the dark. You don't... I, I think 90 to 95% of people that use flashlights do not use them multiple times. No, I shouldn't say that. People aren't using flashlights... At the pace or at the rate that this guy is insinuating. Like, we're looking at a picture here of this, this 45... We're going to call it the 45-degree-er. So we got a picture of this 45-degree-er and a regular flashlight. And obviously you can tell that this dude holding the regular flashlight is 
over-exaggerating the uncomfortable ergonomics of holding a regular flashlight. I just think this is a joke. Um, I think this guy should go to jail um, for ripping people off. Um, it's just a fucking flashlight at the end of the day. Like, it doesn't need to be diamond encrusted and have fucking blood diamonds used in the lenses. Like, you just need to see. So, yep, that's what we got for the first one here. Marty, what do you think of this? You know what's even worse than this flashlight? What? I think a Wi-Fi lamp is even worse than that. Piss off, bro. Because this fucking lamp... <laughs> That Austin has in our apartment. <laughs> I can't even fucking turn it on. I have to ask him to open his fucking app to turn the flash to turn the lamp on. You know, if you want, you can download the app and I'll I'll give you access. What to is it. more convenient, flipping a switch on the lamp, or having to have an external tool to turn it on? If you want, we can. I can leave the lamp like that. And you can pull the handle, and what every is, time you turn it on, it's that. So it, it does function like a normal lamp? It, it, it can, yes. But to like change stuff, you have to use the app. Or if it becomes disconnected from the internet, and you have to like repair it oh, to yeah. the internet, it doesn't, it doesn't work. There was nothing better than not being able to use our fucking lamp because we didn't have Wi-Fi. Like yeah. that shit was, I would almost argue it's worse than this flashlight. I don't know. It's functionality. I mean, this flashlight, honestly, not that bad. But the only problem is, like, I don't need an over-engineered flashlight. Like, that that's what it is. Like, it took them four fucking years. Like, like and that's got to be bullshit. You could like, go into a preschool class and ask them to draw something like this. And, and I'm sure you got everyone listening to this has seen a preschooler's drawing. It's very below average. It, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. That these days everybody has a flashlight on their phone. Or, um, can you go back? Everybody has a flashlight on their I'm phone. Looking for the, I'm looking for the rewards. Well, no, hold on. I want to I wanna read something off of their page that I thought was great. Right here, right here. Scroll down one, one line. All right. I want to read this to everybody. Uh, what'd they say? We can't stand scrolling through flashlight modes to find the brightness you need. Is this the last one? Nope. And start counting modes again. No, thank you. We solved this problem by making an invisible knob. Oh, boy. You keep the only button pressed. Holy shit. You turn the whole flashlight to adjust to the specific level you desire. Release the button. And here's the kicker. Yeah! It's all caps, exclamation mark. It's, yeah, with an exclamation point, is literally a bullet point for why this is solving the problem. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole thing. Oh, it's so bad. Um, Let's see. Is it out? Or it's probably not out. It, there's still well, days left. It still has 25. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. So this is what you get for pledging your hard-earned money to this fucking scam so it's in euros so this is uk based if you pledge one euro well is a euro uk or europe um, i don't know probably europe okay so whatever 
we're going to do you go with euros. So $1 pledge is a virtual high five. Become a lifelong member of this and support them through your journey and you receive exclusive updates. Wow. 129 euros. You get one one flashlight. Kickstarter price 20% off. Yeah, can you imagine? And you get to choose the color. Can you imagine spending over $100 on just a fucking flashlight? Yeah. Like, not even, like, a super high-powered, like, floodlight or, like, something. It's literally just, um, so, like, I don't know. If they're giving you 20% off, 129 So, they're charging you a hundred. And fifty-five dollars retail price is what they want. Yeah, I'll tell no you right thanks. now, people are gonna say "fuck you." Moving on. Um. Yeah, I think. I think we all think the flashlight was a great idea. But next time we do the flashlight right, and we go full regalia. Um. Do we want to move on to the next thing? Uh, we have a couple more. So for two hundred fifty-eight dollars, you get two. Uh, two flashlights, and you also get to choose a color. Don't forget two USB-C to USB-C cables. That's huge. And worldwide shipping. We're Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305, Pitbull reference for you guys. So 300 euros is the Dark Fade Founders Edition. Oh, boy. What can I get? I'm sure you're asking yourself right now, Austin, please tell me what I can get for $300, this sounds like a great deal. If $50 more, it's got to be something good, right? You are sorely mistaken. You get a limited edition Dark Fade, numbered 1 to 250. And you get to choose... Uh, what is it? Hold on. Your name will be included in every Dark Fade package sold ever. So, I don't think it says that. Yeah, it does. It says your oh. your your chosen your chosen name. So, you got two options with this. You can either spend three hundred dollars and you get the same fucking flashlight that you'd get at the regular price, and then you get your uh whatever name you choose to be included in every package sold ever. But is that just going to be a piece of paper that is included no in the box that nobody reads? I don't know. See, they don't they don't elaborate on that part. Like you could you could make like troll them a little bit and like put in Jack Mehoff. You know, you could do something like that. Um, but yeah, total rip off. If anything, that would make their product better. Yeah, probably. So on this one, on this three hundred euros. 157 of these spots are left. So that means almost 100 people. They have 93 people that chose this option. That's unreal. What kind of what kind of person would look at this and go, "Damn, that's a fucking deal." I they must really it. like flashlights. They must be like a flashlight connoisseur and go to like a flash a flashlight convention every year, you know, something like that. 
Alright, we are going to move on to the next one. And the next one is going to be one that Martin it, has chosen. Is it the, the work from home thing? Yes. Okay. So, Martin, go in. So, this one is a little bit more low-key. Um, and we can make it quick, but yeah, basically... We'll, we'll make this one quick. Or we can make all of them kind of quick, because we're, we're getting close to the hour mark here. So, this one is, it's called I'm On, which is kind of a, a reference to, like, I'm Online. Uh, basic, scroll up so I can look at it. Uh, basically, it's like a mouse pad that you, like, put your mouse on. And uh, <laughs> it's for people that work from home so they can put their mouse on the little mouse pad and it like slowly like moves their mouse cursor around. It looks like a little brick basically. Yeah, it's like a hardware device that moves their mouse around because I'm guessing there is like some sort of software yeah. checker thing that is able to tell if, you if you're on, using... Uh, a lot of programs that people use it's like it'd be like microsoft teams or like skype teams or something like that it tell it's it's kind of like discord where it tells it, it does a symbol like if you've been away for five minutes it'll do like away instead of online so basically people are so lazy uh doing work from home that they have to get one of these um so it shows like they're actually being productive and working when in reality they're fucking off. Well, what I was saying though is I think you could get like a software version of this where it would like move your mouse with software, but I think there's certain companies or like whatever program detect it. Yeah, they can detect the software running in the background. So like having yeah. the hardware one is like the the workaround the yeah. the hacks because they don't have the, a good enough anti cheat yet built in in the in the video to this we watched it um, prior to recording here basically they are like this the hard like this is a external hardware blah 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 so the software can't detect that that's that's what this is doing basically. Yeah, it's it's just crazy that people are people want to just not work so badly that they're gonna have a little device that tricks their company into thinking that they're actually like on their computer when they're not. Um, but it it also comes with a Bluetooth speaker that will tell yeah. like it will notify you when you have a notification. Yeah, so if you hear it, you're like. Uh, like a message notification or something that'll it'll play. So, junk. This has twenty seven hundred dollars pledged. With nineteen people wanting to buy this shit. So it basically goes on to say why you should do this, how it works. It's undetectable. It's also got five USB ports. It's basically for a charging hub. It's basically a yeah, it's basically a charging hub, and they're like, oh, let's slap a fucking mouse mover on there. Don't forget it's made in Canada. They also has a, a little risks and challenges part. We're not going to go into It's pretty dumb. I think we all can tell the risks and challenges to this. No one gives a fuck, you know? 
um i don't know if you're if if you're trying to buy this project then i think uh you just really like to not do fucking work yeah oh my god so we're gonna look into the tier system here so 160 dollar or 160 canadian dollars you get the super early bird 20 percent off you get one of these and all the associated accessories so they're charging like $175 or something like that. Retail price. What a fucking deal. $180 tier, you get the early bird. 10% off. Same shit as the last one. Except you're not super early. You're just early. $200 is the Kickstarter special. What is this tier, you might ask? Same thing as the last two, except you don't get any money off. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically a product just made for lazy motherfuckers that don't want to do their job. And it's not like, you know, you can be active on your computer and not do work. Like, you can just, like, oh, yeah. surf the web. So Yeah. I don't know. So this one is probably more of a ripoff than the last one, especially the reward tiers here, since it's well, I don't three know. tiers, two hundred dollars. You'd think you'd get something nice. Like well, you're your also paying mana dick or something, but you're also paying a hundred and what hundred and sixty for a fucking flashlight on the last one. Yeah, that's fair. That's probably more unrealistic, but at least this has like a a different utility than like a purpose. Yeah. Um, do we want to go to the next one? Yep. I think I think we're we'll go to the next one. Yeah, we don't. So there was a there's a third one that I brought to the table. I'll just give it a brief description real quick. But basically, this guy wants to like <laughs> he wants to build a mock space station and simulate living on Mars for two weeks. He has a video that's quite interesting. We watched it. And it basically reminds me of someone smoking PCP and going into a psychosis of the usual um, conspiracy things where he's talking about how he's going to fucking do this and how he's applied for these grants and all this other bullshit. Yeah, he's he's got a fucking beanie on and he's like making a video with like a plain background and like a shitty webcam and talking about how much he wants to fucking experience living in his uh, made up Mars world. Um, I don't know. It is what it is. If, if he really has like an interest in space or whatever, like that's cool and dandy, but I don't know. I, when I saw this Kickstarter, I, I thought there was no fucking way he, he almost has $2,000 pledged. Yeah, there's 50 fucking backers to this. Um, And oh. the only thing you get from him if you pledge money is like an, a, a painting from him. Yeah, so... So like, he gets to go to Mars and you get a painting. Yeah, yeah. So for this one, the 350 the most expensive, the $350 uh, reward is you get an oil painting, an oil painting on linen in the range of 13 inches by 15 inches so which one person did i i compare this to uh 
or when I think of this, I think of like those TikToks that are like new trade deal. And he's yeah. like, I get I to receive. go, I get to go to Mars. You get nothing. <laughs> Basically $5. This is, this is my favorite. The $5 pledge. He shouts you out on his blog. Fish monger. Fishmonger on Mars dot blogs pot dot com is his blog. If you want to go check this out, blog give this guy spot. Some love. Blog spot. Not oh, blog spot. Not blog okay, spot. Okay, never mind, never mind. So if you want to check this guy out, his blog is fishmonger on Mars dot blogspot dot com. Wow. Shout Amazing. out. Shout out Fishmonger. Hey, we shouted him out. All right. And then for the last the last Kickstarter Kickstarter piece of shit. I think this I think this takes the cake for the well, dumbest. I mean, it's tough because like all three are stupid as fuck. I could see the application of this, but the idea of it is where, just so fucked. Where would you see the application of this? In a city. Right, like if you live in like, I think I think the idea is there, but the execution poor. Like I don't I I don't know how you could execute this without it being this retarded. Because I'll I'll just start it out here. So basically, the idea is a device that allows you to communicate like a phone call privately. And the execution is a full-on M60, or what is it? M- M95. M95 fucking mask, like Bluetooth this, mask thing that you wear. This reminds me of a an elevation training mask. It, That's exact, it basically looks exactly like an elevation training mask, except it has an external speaker with RGB lighting. Um, it reminds me of a dystopian future where none of us have um, unique facial characteristics and we're all NPCs that look the same. Basically. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a full. I wouldn't say it's a full face mask. It's like a mask that goes over your nose and mouth. It it go look up if you. I think there's earpieces that go with it too. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yep, there's an earpiece. So that way uh, you can noise cancel. So no, no, you use your own. Because, oh, do you? Okay, so so what you do is what about the microphone? Is you the microphone is inside. So, if, but how if do you anyone, pair? If anyone knows, oh, hold on. If anyone knows what a elevation training mask is, imagine that except with a big square on the front as a speaker with RGB lighting on the front. Basically, what you do—I don't think that's a speaker. That's a filter. It's a filter. It's well, there's a speaker on it. No. Yeah, it said that there's a speaker, bro. Look. Speak. In the video, it even said that there's a out. uh, There's a speaker. The speaker. Okay. Okay. Hold on. We'll we'll go through this. It's not. We'll go through this. So you put it on. You put the mask on. The memory foam tightly fits the shape of your face. You you pair it with your device so you connect it via. The fastest wireless connection due to the newest chip inside the mask. Wow, blown away already. You connect your headphones um, by connecting them Bluetooth. Speak privately. Two dynamic microphones provide more than 90 for 
of speech transmission quality. You're heard well during the call, but your voice sounds unintelligible outside the mask due to the muffling effect of the soundproof materials, so no one eavesdrops. Breathe easy. Breathe oh my god, dude, I can't fucking talk right now. Breathe Oh, easily. it is a speaker. Exactly, that's what I was saying. Oh my god. And it also god. has a filter in it, basically, and because the uh because of the quote unquote soundproof materials and no one can hear you talk with it on it also uses the microphones inside the mask um to allow you to talk using this outbound or outboard speaker so you can you know talk to people outside of it i guess so we didn't quite cover the point of the mask it's like dual purpose. For one, it claims like air filtration or like whatever. Like it, it isn't gonna actually filter. Like I don't. I think it has a, a a low tier filter in it, but it's not like an actual like air purification thing. Uh, it just has a probably a lower filter. But the main draw of it seems to be you're able to wear this mask to have a private phone call in public. So you can talk to your shouty and talk about what you're going to do to her later, but without everybody on the subway, like, knowing what you're talking about. Or you can be that dude that just talks on speakerphone everywhere. Yeah, I mean, let's just say this mask eliminates all the fucking people that just, like, imagine every Karen at Walmart that's, like, walking around with her five fucking kids that are all like while she's riding the fucking disability yeah, scooter. all the kids that are like knocking shit over and touching everything and they're like god damn it billy stop fucking messing with that put that back put that back we ain't fucking getting that shit so if that was able to eliminate all those fat karens in walmart and like get them to shut the fuck up maybe this actually maybe this guy is getting somewhere yeah but you also just look like a retard wearing this mask. Like, Im- can oh, you... Oh, yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> like, like I said, imagine wearing a elevation training mask everywhere you go. Yep. Can you imagine how condescending it would be if uh, <laughs> you use this mask to talk to people? <laughs> <laughs> imagine someone, like, actually, like, chewing someone's fucking ass in public. With this fucking thing on. You look you literally look like Bane. The villain alpha Batman Bane. This is what you look like. I feel like someone wearing this mask unironically, like I I wouldn't be able to take seriously. Because like I get it, when you wear a mask it can be hard to hear what somebody's saying. But I don't know. I <laughs> I just can't get behind the idea of wearing a mask and the other thing is how do you get this to connect to your phone with the microphone okay but the thing is but the thing is you can't easily connect two bluetooth devices to your phone can you yeah you can my watch and my watch is connected to my my phone and then when i plug my ear or put my earbuds in or my airpods in they connect Okay, so your your watch is Bluetooth. Yep. Okay. Never mind then. All right, that makes sense. So, um, back to the filter here. Uh, it says with the FFP2 standard and PM point oh 
or 0.3 filtration efficiency. It filters out polluted air, dust, and smoke. So I don't know what either of those fucking mean, but I'm guessing it's decent at least. Better than nothing. Yeah, better than nothing. So we're going to look at the reward tiers. So $1 or more, thank you, dear stranger. Your support's vital to us, and we appreciate it a lot. As our backer of the $1 tier, you'll receive regular updates on the development status. The $30 tier. Oh, we've got a special gift for you. Oh, boy, I wonder what it is. We want to thank you by sending you the branded merch we use daily. It was designed with a taste by our old friend, a fashion designer. Includes Whoa. two violet cloth face masks. So those aren't even those aren't even each. those aren't even the real thing. Those are just oh no cloth face masks. Hundred dollars or more. These people love face masks. Oh yeah, they're fucking big face face mask people. So the ninety nine dollar tier is the air mask early bird sixty six percent off. So comparatively to the other two trash products we looked at you're already getting a better deal you're getting 66 percent off instead of 20 but this is fucking garbage so you wouldn't do it anyway so it's a 200 dollars retail price hold on what, the, what oh say it so you save 200 dollars off the retail price the retail price is 299 so like 300 ten dollars with tax so it's a hundred dollars um they only have 50 masks at this special price you get all the fucking shit with it you get the actual mask you get a case charging uh, another charging cable an auxiliary cable uh more cushion muffs and a pack of disinfection napkins wow I would have fucking gave them $200 just for the napkins myself. And that's halfway gone. They only have 24 left of 50. So Whoa. now we're getting into the good shit here. The $199 or more dollar tier. The Kickstarter special, 33% off. You get one of these and all the accessories for the Kickstarter special price of $100 off the retail price of 300 Wow. Amazing. You get the same shit and you get the napkins. So, you can you can spend 100 more dollars from the last year and get everything. Who doesn't love spending more money for the same shit? To be fair, this does not have a limit where the <coughs> previous one does have 50. But this is so shitty that you can pretty much rely. No one's going to fucking back this. And you can spend the less money if you really want this. If you get it. So yeah, how much if you how, get much it. Should, how much do they have raised? Um, Hold on. We have one more tier and then we'll get to that. The two-pack. $400. You get the two-pack ass. The two pack of ass. Want to make a surprise question mark? Yeah. I want you to surprise me by getting the fuck off this website. 
you save $200 off the combined retail price of 600 Wow. So you get two masks and like double everything, but you do not get the second pack of disinfection napkins. I'm very disappointed. You'd think that they'd give you two packs of the disinfection napkins, but I guess not. So, in closing... How much money they got? They have $4,500 of their $50,000 goal. There's 32 people and they only got 18 days left. You know, statistically speaking, I don't think they're going to make it. No, they got a ways to go. Yeah. Nothing, nothing would get me more giggly than the fact that you have to charge your masks. Yeah. Like... Oh, fuck. I forgot to charge my mask. Now I can't talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. I don't know. You you get to choose white or black color, by the way. Yeah. I I don't know what to say. Like, the the idea is there. Execution, there's just no way to execute this. Would it be nice to be able to have phone calls in private and public? Sure. But why don't you just, you know go to a private place instead of fucking looking like a retard. And uh, we'll end it with that. Um, make sure you check out our uh, social medias, Instagram and Twitter. Um, our Instagram is at official broken thoughts. Our Twitter is at official broken T and uh, check out our website, uh, broken thoughts.simplecast.com. There's also some links on there that you can check out our story or question submission form. And uh, you can also check out our merch available for your purchase that you want. Um, Yeah. So if you got any questions or any cool stories or whatever, just hit us up on uh, on that form. Or you can DM us on uh, our Instagram and we will read that in the next episode don't forget to drink water yeah stay hydrated out there you filthy cabbage brains <laughs>